Fiso and EWN team for that news update. Of course, we're talking music, uh, food rather, music. Of course, we're talking food at this time of the show. Most importantly, the African Culinary Cup. Who knew such a thing existed, but I'm glad it does. The South African National Chef uh, Youth Team are flying to Cairo today. They're going to be competing in that, the African Culinary Cup. And to tell us all about it is um, the author of Eat Ding, Anna Trapido. Morning, Anna. Hello. (laughs) Tell me about this, right? So, of course, we're not just keeping an eye on the rugby this weekend. The African Culinary Cup. What is this all about? I know. So, you know, I know that everybody's in a big sort of rugby, rugby, rugby (laughs) phase. And, you know, that 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 is a a completely valid expression of cultural identity and Mm. national pride. And good luck to everybody doing that. But you know, <laughs> it's not the only way of saying this is who we are mm. and we're proud of who we are. Absolutely. And I think that food is you know, an equally valid, probably more valid expression of cultural identity and national pride because you know, not everybody plays or watches sport, but everybody eats. You could Whether argue that, that food might be the apex of a cultural expression as exactly, well. Exactly, mm. exactly. That it is the kind of, you know, with it, it's a form of material culture. So along with clothes, um, food and clothes are the forms of culture that we all do mm, every day. Absolutely. That everything else, some people do, some people don't. <clears throat> and we're all very glad that people play rugby and, and get pleasure from that. But food is another way of doing that. Yes. And the African Culinary Cup is... You know, it, it's a national, it's a sporting event, essentially. We have a national youth team that they are going to compete against 10 other teams from all over the continent. That is awesome. Two years. And it's a huge big deal. Mm. Um, and this year, the the team are seriously good. The last weekend, I went and I, I got a taste. They, they were doing a practice run because, you know, you have to be smooth. You get judged on absolutely everything. How clean is your kitchen? How nice you are to each other? Obviously, <laughs> on how beautiful the food is. When yeah. it, and I got to meet them. And they really are superb. And they stand a very serious chance of winning this thing. So, you know, it, it, it's it's. You know, for people like me, it's very exciting. You know, I'm not just, sure what's happening in the rugby, but I'm really excited about the National Youth Culinary Team. So here's something that I absolutely love to do, which is watching cooking shows, right? So if you can't no. be like an international standard chef, you watch others <laughs> trying that hand right. at it. So yeah, I was just watching yeah. Chopped yesterday and there's nothing as amazing as seeing people perform under pressure and yeah. often innovate. So tell me how the culinary... Con- uh, the culinary cup works do they have a pre-prepared menu that they set out and they have to do in a certain a set amount of time or are they given as they do in some competitions a sort of mystery basket and you have to incorporate these ingredients and see how you make it tasty innovative um and, and interesting for the judges well essentially what they get is they they have to do a three-course meal they get three hours in which to cook and then a separate period in which to serve mm-hmm. that they are they have to produce 23 course plates so they're they're serving 20 people all of them have to be perfect um they get compulsory ingredients that they have to use and Mm. then they build their three course meal around that so i think and the host nation gets to 
select the compulsory ingredients. So uh, I think the Egyptians have been a bit naughty, I have to say. I know this sounds like sour grapes. (laughs) They have chosen ingredients that, while they will be very familiar to North Africans, I think the rest of the continent are going to think, oh, I don't really, I'm not sure quite what to do with fava beans, eel, Mm. uh, tahina, dates, tapioca, etc. So the compulsory ingredients are quite, difficult this year but I think that one of the things that that's done is really you know sometimes having a challenge makes you really think and you know given how young they are this team they have really produced a superb menu that incorporates those essentially North African ingredients Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but their meal reflects who we are very nicely so it does give you a sense of South Africanness but it also They've, they've been really clever about reflecting where they're going and, and essentially who the judges will be. You know, yeah. that, that um, you, you have to incorporate the idea of what are the palettes of the people that you are performing to mm-hmm. as well as what are uh, going to reflect who we are. Because yeah. ultimately think, the food know, needs to land. Exactly. It needs to land both so you give the audience a sense of the, the nationality of the team that are performing, but also it needs to land in the mouths of the, of the judges. So mm-hmm. I think what they've done is really skilled. And I'm actually not surprised that the reason that I think they are so good, I mean, obviously they're fantastic young chefs. Yeah. And they all work in super smart places. They all come from, you know, kitchens like the Saxon and they were trained at Crude Leaf. And, yes. you know, they're, they're, they are terrific young chefs. But... They are trained by Sia Kobo of Kobo Cuisine. And he is just, I think, our most exciting, insightful chef um, in South Africa at the moment. And he's so clever at the way he personally takes heritage ingredients and mm-hmm. recipes and sort of reconfigures them for a, a modern restaurant context. But I... You know, you can see that they've been trained by the best, these yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And just to touch on that, um, you know, some of the notes you sent me that uh, Sia is actually a key member of the new African cuisine moment. If we can just take a few yeah. seconds to unpack the idea around that. Well, new African cuisine is, you know, a continental and, a, you know, it, it stretches into the diaspora as well. Um, movement that is saying we are interested in heritage and indigenous ingredients, recipes, cooking techniques, Mm, Um, but we're also chefs and we want to reconfigure that and explore what would that mean in a modern restaurant chefy context. So there's a fantastic man, for instance, called Pierre Chum, who is a Senegalese chef with a restaurant in New York, Mm -hmm. who is sort of at the forefront of that. And until now, South Africa's been quite timid about those sorts of things, that we tended to fall into culinary cliché when we looked at heritage, you know, mm. kind of chocolate poiki pots and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Sia is just enormously exciting, that he comes from the Eastern Cape and he takes those flavors of Pondo land and just makes them sort of high art, restaurant food Um, and it's just so exciting and you know he is away because he is taking he's going with the national youth team um, to Egypt and then on to Shanghai but he will be back by the middle of November and if people do nothing else for Christmas they should treat themselves to Kobo cuisine at Maboneng as their kind of let's explore who we are moment yeah 
high, high endorsement right there. Now let's talk oh, about the menu been. because you had the opportunity to see them training. What's the menu for the competition looking like? It's completely fantastic. Um, that I was particularly taken with the pudding, but mm-hmm. everything is wonderful. <laughs> that the starter is a rooibos smoked tilapia with pickled eel, which was one of their compulsory ingredients. And they've done such a clever thing. They've made a chakalaka where they've used the fava beans. So that, again, is one of their compulsory ingredients. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then they've taken, they've taken the skin of the eel and they've made it into a twill. I was just so charmed by. So there's this kind of cracklingly crisp, um, twiddly thing. But when you look at it closely and feel it in your mouth, yeah. you think, oh, that's the eel skin that they deep fried. So <laughs> that's their starter. Yeah. Then the main course, they have braised lamb in Soweto gold beer. Lovely. And they have then deboned it and stuffed it with a caramelized almond and food and morocco stuff. And then it served that on a barley ragu with a date and lamb shoe. So mm. they've got a um, sort of rich, sweet, savory. And again, it feels very South African because we do a lot of that sweet and the savory stuff. Absolutely, um, we do. And fruit and the sauces and all of that. But it also feels very North African. So I thought that was really smart. Yeah, yeah. And then the dessert. The dessert is just completely from heaven. I've <laughs> you know, given how young they are, nobody on this team is older than 22. Yeah. Um, this dessert, I think, was one of the best desserts I've tasted all year. It wasn't the best young person's dessert. It was one of the best desserts all the Oh, stock. yeah. My goodness. That, um, they made a guava mousse, which they then put on a flourless chocolate sponge um, with a tahina nala. It's a, it's a Japanese term for super creamy texture. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like mousse that you whip with jello. Oh, Anna, okay. We're going to have to leave it right there. Unfortunately, our phone line has, your phone line has been dipping in and out and it looks like uh, you have dipped out completely at this point. But uh, thank you so much for that heads up on uh, what's happening with our African Culinary Cup team. We're really looking forward to see how they perform um, when they go all the way to Egypt. They're flying to Cairo today to to compete in the African Culinary Cup. So we'll definitely be looking to you to give us an update. Um, But it sounds absolutely fantastic. And uh, who knew something to look out for? Please make South Africa proud. We're going to be rooting for you.